Thanks for listening to the Galilee Students Podcast. We exist to help students love God, love others, and serve all. I don't know if you know this or not. You may not be following what's happening, what trends in our culture, which uh, you're not missing anything uh, if you're not. But there's been this term, I don't know if you've heard it or not, called canceled. Maybe you've heard of canceled before. Uh, you've, you've heard of this term, which become kind of popular, especially in celebrity culture. Like, it's one of those things, like, in celebrity culture, it's, like, it's talked about a lot, like, people getting canceled. Like, this year, I just looked on, I Googled it today, and I said, well, this week, when I was writing this message, and I said, you know, who are some celebrities that have been canceled? And, and it's a, it's a, there's all different reasons that people kind of get canceled, and a couple of them this year are J.K. Rowling. I don't know if you know who that is, writer of Harry Potter uh, books. Uh, Chris Pratt made the list of canceled. Ellen, De, Ellen DeGeneres made the list of canceled. Like, and all, like I said, for various reasons. And here's what canceled means. As we talk about it, and we're going to be talking about it for the, the next few weeks, it's when somebody says something or they do something and a lot of other people think it's an incorrect opinion. Like, they can't believe they said that. They can't believe they did this or that. And people or persons or uh, other groups will just deem them uh, like they're wrong. And then they will unfollow them, they'll point them out, they'll call them out and say, hey, this is what this person did, let's all jump on the bandwagon here and attack them. And man, it just happens that way, that people just get attacked. Uh, and, and this is just one of those things, it could be something, a lot of times people get in trouble for what they say or what they tweeted or what they put on social media, and people just attack them and cancel them and, and, to, and try to really, truthfully, ruin their lives is what they try to do. And it doesn't even have to be something you said this week. It could be something you said years ago. It could be brought back up, and you could be canceled and locked out. And cancel culture, you know, usually is, is something that happens online, and we don't talk about it a lot in person. But I think we struggle with this a lot offline too, right? Of many times just canceling people. You know, without the Internet, we can just admit that we can all sometimes be a little critical I know I can be kind of judgmental sometimes. Uh, like we can all be impatient, uncaring, and just cruel sometimes uh, to people. So for the next few weeks, we're going to talk about four kinds of people that most of us would rather do this, that most of us would rather cancel than love. Because there's just a lot of times, and there's a lot of people that would love to just cancel people instead of love people, and that's what we're going to talk about um, for the next few weeks. And I know it's not easy to admit that we're even capable of being that mean, right? To cancel a friend or not even call them anymore or take like X people out of your life, you know? Like it's, it's hard to even think like that sometimes. And I know it's, it's hard to even think about treating people that cruelly. But um, I guess I'll go first. It's not something I'm proud of. It's, this is not a story to brag or anything like that. It's actually a story that's it's really, uh, it's sad. Uh, and um, it's actually a, a family member. And I'm not proud of it. it, it was, it's, it's a moment I'm, I'm not proud of still to this day. Uh, but when I was a high school student, I, I just really, I just didn't, relationally sometimes I was not the best. Went to church there every week, but there's some times when I made a lot of decisions for myself. 
So um, a couple times, it happened around Christmas time, uh, my grandma, my grandma LaRue would come down from Indiana. She was from northern Indiana, and she would come down uh, for eight weeks, and she would hang with us, and uh, she would be there for those times. And, and usually, here's what I was more, uh, I cared more about was, hey, let me go play some basketball with my friends. If she's sitting downstairs watching, uh, I, I remember watching Wheel fortune and jeopardy a lot it's just was that was like game shows were her her thing right she she loved them like i i'd walk through i, I don't know if i'd even barely say hi to her i kind of acted like she she was around for for six to eight weeks we were never really close to to the larue side of the family because they lived in, in in indiana and we lived in florida and i i, I just really i missed a really big opportunity uh, to to forge a relationship with someone in my family because I thought, hey, you know what, I, she's, it's grandma, I'm just going to cancel that, I'm going to do what I want to do, I'm going to do what Brian wants to do, I'm just going to walk by, I'm just going to do that over and over and over again. I, I would just pretty much cancel her out. Sadly, she was a great woman of God. I have, uh, when she passed away, I got some books from her library that are, uh, one of them is about the Holy Spirit. She was this amazing woman of God who studied, knew, uh, like deeply about God. She was a teacher for several, several years. Uh, she played uh, the piano at church every Sunday, that type of, of woman. I, like, and, and when I open those books in my office and I see her name, Thais LaRue, in the front of my books, I'm just like, man, I, I totally missed out. And I just want to ask you this question. It popped up there a second ago. You go ahead and put that question back up there. Uh, maybe you're like me. Have you ever avoided or ignored or been judgmental? uncaring with someone because they were different from you. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. You're probably thinking, no way. But I think if we be honest with ourselves, there are some people in our lives probably that we've decided to overlook. We've decided to walk past. We've decided to cancel. Um, but just because they're, they're different than us, right? I mean, it could be a, a public figure or a celebrity. They, they're different than you. You don't like the, their stance on something. Maybe it's, uh, I remember this a lot in sports. Like, I didn't like the way this guy carried himself as a professional athlete. So I would just be like, hey, I don't want, you know, I don't want anything to do with this guy and just cancel. Uh, maybe it's a former friend of yours where you used to be close and you used to be tight and something happened and you're just like, canceled I, i'm just no more like that's done and over with maybe it's a, a you know a family member like myself or a classmate and you just have different opinions or belief and they disagreed with you and now it's just like um, i'm going to move on i'm going to kind of cancel them maybe it's a neighbor or a peer and you know just 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 different or weird maybe it's someone who's from a different culture sometimes it happens that, that that we do this to people that have a different skin color than us sadly sometimes it's different languages or they're a different age kind of like me and my grandmother like maybe it's her appearance or a disability that made you just feel uncomfortable and here's the thing we, we just cancel people and i just want you to know this is this is not anything new it's been happening for years all the way back to bible times you know, even before social media was ever invented, humans have been very quick to cancel other people, sadly. I mean, it breaks my heart to think about how I, I, I've, I've treated people in my life who are just because they're different than me. You know, um, in Jesus' time, there were people that were offered many times canceled by society. All through the Bible, if you read it, there's a lot of canceled people. Uh, if you were sick, Many times, if you had a sickness that was, uh, somebody said it was unclean, they would 
you and you would be done and kind of marched out of society. Um, if you were from a different culture, uh, if you were poor, if you were disabled, if you were from a, a different country or culture, you would be canceled and you would not be allowed into the church or in, allowed to this gathering or that gathering. They loved to do that to people. And there was a big rift in Jesus' time uh, between two groups that loved to cancel each other. And if you've been in church before, you probably heard about uh, the Jews. There was one people group, and there's another group called the Samaritans. And man, these dudes loved to cancel each other out. Loved to do it. They hated each other. Like, they would call each other, like, they'd call the other group, man, those people are dogs. And I'm not talking like, hey, what's up, dog? How you doing, dog? Like, no, I'm talking like it was a total slight. They were calling them like, Yo, no, you're the nasty, flea-bitten type dog. And that's what they call each other throwing names back. It was just a really, really ugly, ugly thing. Uh, Jewish people, to go to one area of the country, they wouldn't even step foot in Samaria. Instead, they would walk all the way around it. That's like, let's say we're going to, you're going to go to Texas, and let's say you hate Alabama so much that you're going to drive four hours up and go all the way around and then come down to Texas. That's what the Jewish people would do because they didn't want to step foot in Samaria. They hated those people. And the Samaritans just as like, cancel, cancel, cancel. Different ethnics, different cultural backgrounds, different political things, different religious things going on, and man, they did not like each other. For hundreds of years, this went on. It's, it's crazy and it's sad, but then Jesus shows up. I mean, I love Jesus so much when I read about him, because man, I want because he was never about canceling people. He shows up in John chapter 4. This is uh, this, I'd love for you to go home and, and open your, your phone, or the app, or your Bible, read through John chapter 4. I'm going to kind of walk through and tell you about it, what happens. But Jesus, he is thirsty, and the disciples are hungry, and he says, hey, disciples, buddies, why don't you go get us some food? We've, they've been walking a long time. Now, they were, most of them, all Jews, and they're walking in Samaria, which already is like, what? Why in the world were they there? But they go to Samaria, and they're there, and um, he sends the disciples in to get some food. Uh, to grab something to eat, and he comes to this well. She's thirsty, and that's where you go. And interestingly enough, there was someone in the well that could help him out and get some water, and it was a, I mean, this is really, like, this is a big no-no. Because Jews and Samaritans didn't even talk to each other. But Jesus is this barrier breaker, and I love that about him. He's not, I'm not going to cancel anybody. So he shows up at this well, and they have this conversation. And he just asked the woman for a drink. And they begin this back and forth. Jesus shows this woman respect, and they, they get along really, really well. And they, they talk about living water, and he, she doesn't really understand that. And he kind of tries to explain of what, he, what is here. Later on, she kind of shares uh, about her personal life. And Jesus says, hey, you know that I know about your personal life, but even though she had kind of a really jagged background personal life, he doesn't cancel her. I love that about Jesus. Just because she's different, he doesn't cancel her. He actually says, hey, I, I am Jesus. I am the Savior. And if you look at the last part, that's 39 through 42, it's where she goes back to town and she tells everybody about this Jewish Savior who did not cancel her, actually had a conversation with her and loved her. And you can see here, uh, Jesus valued her and she valued Jesus. These people that were supposed to cancel each other out, they don't do that. They actually value each other. He starts this conversation with her. 
He treats her with respect. He shares the good news that would change her life. She valued Jesus. She gave him a drink of water. She listened and she learned from him. And she went and told other people what she learned. I mean, imagine how things could change if we acted this way with people and said, it doesn't matter what you've done or what you're going through. I'm not going to cancel you. I'm not going to cancel you out. It doesn't matter how serious I'm going to do my best to love you. You see, Jesus challenges his followers to love people who are different instead of rushing to cancel them. And tonight, I just want to ask you this question is what change could you bring to your school, to your family, to your own personal life if we did what Jesus did here? Just showed people respect. Just showed people that we see them even. Just showed people that we... we, we, we what if we surrounded ourselves with people who believe that too? I think some really good things would happen. Through this conversation, Jesus challenges both the Jews and the Samaritans to drop this cancel culture and, and love the people who are sometimes the hardest to love, that they should love their neighbors who lived in the country next to them. You know, and he, the next thing I really want to bring up to you is this next slide. You know, it says this. If you go ahead to that next slide. Jesus challenges you to do the same, to love people who aren't like you. And man, there's a lot of them, right? There's a ton of people who aren't like me. But Jesus challenges us to do something about that. Oops. Maybe it's starting that conversation. Maybe it's seeing the person. Maybe it's giving them respect. Maybe it's serving them. Maybe it's learning from them. Maybe it's telling us what you have learned from them. And I just want to ask you this question. Like, who is it that you struggle to love? Is there a group of people? Is there some of your schools just crazy annoying that you just, uh, who is it that you are just struggling to love? It's probably not a Samaritan, right? It's probably not. But I'm guessing there's probably a person or maybe a group of people who you struggle to love because you guys, you're just different. You are just different. Maybe we don't cancel them, but we overlook them, avoid them, ignore them. We get a little comfortable around them. Maybe we get angry or we don't trust them. Maybe we're afraid of them. Maybe we mock them. Who is it for you? Is it a person? Is it a group of people? Because here's what I know. Here's what I know. I know it's easier to cancel someone than love someone. It's really easy to ignore people, right? It's really easy to just look the other way. It's really easy to say that person doesn't matter. It's easy, easy to do. It's so much harder to respect and maybe have a conversation. It's so much harder to do that. It's easier to ignore them than to start a conversation with them. It's easier to hate or mock or avoid than to reach out to them. But that's not what Jesus is, is challenging us to do here. Just like Jesus confronted Samaritans for saying, Jesus is challenging us to do the exact because here's the people you struggle to love are made in God's image his image and likeness so they have value they have crazy crazy value what I'm learning is what I'm learning is that love to love people you have to tackle a lot of fear and it takes a lot are not like me. Jesus was always strategic about pursuing people. 
I love that about him. I want to be better at that. He would, he would search out and pursue people that everybody else would be like, oh no, come on, seriously? All through the Bible, he gets heat for this too. He goes up and he talks to um, these tax collectors. They were stealing money from people and Jesus was, would befriend them and go to their house to eat and everybody would give Jesus heat for that. What? I cannot believe you're going to do that. But Jesus pursued people who were different than him and never canceled people. I mean, he went to these people called lepers who had this horrible disease, who had been canceled from their town, who had to live outside. Jesus comes up. He doesn't even cancel them. He actually touches them. He heals them. He says, you're not canceled, man. You matter, and I want you to know that. He continues. He talks to prostitutes who people thought were dirty and gross and get away from me. He would talk to Roman soldiers. I mean, he just loved to talk to sick people, poor people, like all disabled. It like, doesn't matter who it is. He loved to pursue people who others wouldn't. And man, I want to encourage you. Maybe there's some people uh, that walk the hallways of your school who nobody else is pursuing probably need a little kindness. They probably need someone to see them and talk to them and, and do that. And I want to challenge you to do what Jesus did and break down some barriers and seek out people who everybody else says they're different, they're weird, they're other. You see, maybe you've thought this way that God thought this way about you. Man, I've done so much. I'm so different than God. But here's the thing. The gospel isn't about who God is against. It's about who he's for. And if you, if you think that your sin has canceled you, that you can't be close to God because of your sin, you are wrong. Because here's the thing. Jesus does cancel. He doesn't cancel people. He cancels our sin. All the wrongs that I've done. I mean, I could give you a list of people and, and people I've been rude to and thought weird things that, like, that I've said bad things to. Like th all these things. And Jesus says, Brian, I'm not going to cancel you. I'm going to cancel your sin. And that's the beauty of the cross. It's the beauty of the cross. They would cancel all that. So because he's canceled that, let's not cancel other people. Let's be for people. We have this shirt that I, I wear, and some of you have it, everybody always. We really believe in that here. You'll see it a lot and sometimes on our social media. You'll see other people. We've done shirts several times. Where we pass them out for free. And we really believe that, that God loves everybody always. And we want to love everybody always is what we want to be about here. And I want to challenge you. Step up this week and pursue some people who are different than you. Don't cancel them. Let's pray. And then uh, you guys can head downstairs. And uh, the other group's wrapping up here in a few minutes. So you're more than welcome to shoot some hoops in the gym, and then Blake will get you started, and uh, you guys are going to have a good time. Let's pray, and uh, we'll move to our next station. Father, I uh, help me not to cancel people. It's so easy. Sometimes I just feel like, you know, I don't have time. I don't have the, the, the energy. I don't have the words, and I just, sometimes I ignore people. God, help me to be more like you. Help us to be more like you. God, we thank you for canceling our sin and our debt. We thank you for not canceling us, but canceling that. We thank you for the cross. Help us to live like you and see people the way you did, that we are made in God's image. God, we thank you so much for tonight. We thank you for the opportunity to be here. Thank you for the students and the leaders tonight. And we pray, Lord, that we step up to your challenge, that we would love people 
who are even different than us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Galilee Students Podcast. We exist to help students love God, love others, and serve all.